Good morning, you from FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. I'm in Tampa, Florida at the NWFA show, and I'm with Michael Martin, the CEO. Michael, how you doing? I'm good, Kemp. Good to be with you. Most people know NWFA stands for the National Wood Flooring Association. This is your annual meeting. Last year, you had a combi meeting with coverings in Orlando, and you're here by yourself in a beautiful venue, right? That's right. You know, sometimes crisis creates opportunity. And so last year, we had been talking with tile groups for several years about whether we could ever co-locate, and we just could never make it marry up. But with COVID, we were able to take some excess space that they had and put our show with theirs. And, you know, we both had smaller shows last year because of COVID and worked out really nicely to be able to share our traffic and, uh, and all be together and represent the hard surfaces. So what's your anticipated attendance at this show this year? Right now, pre-registration indicates that we're going to cross a threshold that we haven't for a while. So it, this could be our, our highest attended in the last 10 years. So last numbers we had that were great were here in Tampa. That was actually the last show we had before COVID that was a full show. We think we're going to hit beat those numbers and, and maybe hit 32, 3,300. Okay, I knew it was in the 3,000s. That's great. Okay, so let's get back to the show in a minute. First, let's talk about the hardwood business. Looking at Santo's number and his market monitor report, looks like the hardwood business in 21 over 20 grew faster than the overall flooring business. Santos got a number around 23% and he's got the total flooring business growing about 18%. Do your numbers jive with that? Yeah, I mean, those are great. Clearly, if you look at the supply chain issues that everyone's had over the last year, especially hardwood, you know, we have problems getting it out of the forest, we have problems getting it milled, we have problems getting it sold, we have problems getting it installed because there just wasn't enough labor around any of those businesses to handle the volume. So the reality is that number could have even been higher if we had had full labor. Does it tell us anything about the fact that the consumers think they're buying better in goods? What about this whole real versus look-alike. Are we, are, do you know anything about that as far as any trends? You know, I think we've maybe we've lived to the end of that trend. I'm hopeful that this is really the turning point. You know, people have been in their homes longer, and I think when you're in your home and not in your office all day, you want nice things around you. And we've also seen other look-alike products be in the market long enough now to cross failure. So people are going back toward it's not good enough to have something that looks like wood. They want real wood. Back to the meeting a minute. Your theme is uh, navigate the future, and you're down here. There's boats right outside of the convention center, right? Right. Yeah, that, we kind of tied everything together there. With no one's been able to plan for a future. Everything's been this business has been run day by day, and what's the best we can do today for tomorrow for the last couple of years? Like everybody's business has with COVID. So this is first for us. We thought this was really the first time we'd be able to take a really hard look at planning the future business. We've added succession planning because we've heard a lot of people saying, "I'm a baby boomer. I'm getting to that point. I want to go do something else for a while." And business is tough, and it's hard. And even though it's there's a lot of stuff being sold, it's hard. It's a hard business. Right now, what are some of the other sessions that you're having? We just did our pre symposium today, which is our certified organization. So they met, and then we're really focusing on business planning. And obviously, we have our normal demos and, and those types of things throughout the show on the product side. So, you know, this organization is, is known for its technical training, but we're doing more and more business support because that need is definitely there. Trade show kicks off tomorrow. Size-wise, uh, you get a lot of participation there this year? Yeah, you know, I think the attendee base is going to be way up from the last three or four years. But, you know, on the exhibitor side, it's hard to plan in advance. We are seeing a little bit of a decrease is the level of staffing they're sending. So instead of spending five people, maybe they're sending three, that kind of change on that side. So the number of exhibitors, I think they're going to be very, very busy given that situation. This is not really a selling show, and most of the people who are here 
were at surfaces as well. So, I mean, this is really a come and support the true sawdust in the veins kind of people, right? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a significant difference between the crowds that come to our show and the crowds that go to surfaces. You know, the people that sell everything, if hardwood's important to them, they come to this show. But the people that are hardcore hardwood are always at this show, and they don't always go to other shows. This sometimes is the only thing they do all year as far as getting out in the in the community. Let's catch up real quick on this Russian attack of Ukraine and how it's affected the market. Obviously, that's where Baltic birch comes from. Tell us, I know that's probably a question you're asked all the time. What is the outcome of all that for the hardwood? I think it's going to be a, a challenge. It's going to be difficult to manage the material until, you know, we find a substitute that has been tested that shows what it can do in the market. You know, the stability of the birch is, is very well known. Now, some people are a little bit not in, necessarily intentionally ahead of this curve, but Folks like Mirage have moved to a pine platform this year, I think, but that was, you know, a three-year journey for them. So there are alternatives out there, and we will find those. But producing those in the, in the volume that is needed, that's going to be the challenge. And so from our perspective, we, we feel the industry has a three- to six-month supply. But in that three- to six-month period, they're going to have to come up with some alternatives fairly quickly to, to really keep the engineered flooring demand up. I would predict that we're going to perhaps see more solid sold in that time period in, in, in areas where it can be. There's also an issue with white oak, isn't there? I mean, some of that comes from Russia? That's true. Some of the white oak comes from Russia. I don't know that the U.S. is known for importing Russian white oak. A lot of times, sometimes things that come from other parts of the country are labeled French white oak, and we know that that sometimes is Russian, but that's coming through channels that somehow clear through imports. So what's your outlook for growth in 2022? 2022, what we think is is hopefully 14, 15% growth on a really big year of growth. That may not happen. It really kind of depends on the housing area. Are we going to be able to build more houses? Are we going to be able to meet those demands? Is inflation going to cause interest rates to go up? And if that's the case, then we'll see how it plays out. But to be honest, the reason I think NWFA members have been so successful is, is on the renovation side as much as it is in, in new home construction. What are a few of the challenges that people are facing this year? Oh, the challenges remain very much the same. You know, we we thought, I think by now, that some of the supply chain issues would be worked out and we'd be back to more of a normal process. And that is not the case. It's still a challenge. And what everybody tells me is that every day produces a new challenge they didn't anticipate. That's just the way you have to live, I think, for a little while longer. This 23% growth last year, that's a revenue number. What percentage of that do you think is just higher prices? That's a good question. We'd have to look at the square footage. I haven't seen the square footage that goes along with the number um, we just talked about from Santo Torcivia, but I would anticipate that it's both. You know, it's it's not the same amount of wood. It's definitely a lot more wood based on what we know the mills were able to produce. So um, it'll be interesting to see what that number is. Okay, Michael, thanks for spending time with my listeners. Again, been talking to Michael Martin, first day of the NWFA show here in Tampa, and you've been listening to Kemp R and FloridaLe.net.